Hello everyone. So um I feel like recently a lot's been going on, but I'm just going to focus on <clears throat> what is inspiring this episode. So on my birthday, one of my friends got me this book called How to Heal. Um, oh, How We Heal, sorry. And I never heard of it before. I never heard of the author before. <clears throat> but, excuse me, I just woke up. But I do like to read when I actually give myself time to, like, calm down from everything and, like, sit. I do like to read books. And um, so far, like, I do kind of want to share a little bit about what the book does. Um, So obviously, the book is titled How We Heal because it is a it's like a guidance into how to kind of heal yourself. I know sometimes you do still need therapy because you do need to identify things by a professional so that you can better understand it. It's not always a cure-all, fix-all to your problems and your trauma, but it helps you to identify it so that when it comes up, you can take a moment and unpack it instead of just reacting all the time. So with this book, the first exercise that you do is tell yourself, like, why do you even want to heal? Like, why are you doing this? And I felt like that exercise, I kind of just simplified everything. I didn't really go into detail. But reading a little bit more, um, there was a story about this woman that was autistic. And she went her whole life being autistic and not knowing. And she never understood why certain things felt uncomfortable for her and why she always had severe anxiety. And she likes to paint and write and do things like that. But it really was just more about what works for her. And the reason why that story is in the book is because you can't constantly compare yourself to other people, no matter how hard it is. And the only way you don't do that is if you stay off of social media and you literally are by yourself in your room. That's the only place that you really won't compare yourself. Because even if you go to the store, the grocery store... You're going to compare yourself and think, why do they seem so much more happier than me? Why do they look prettier? Why, you know, why this and why that? And when reading this book, it's kind of like making you be by yourself. It's making you think things and challenging you because you don't have any other distraction around you, or at least you shouldn't. So after that first exercise... The second one was identifying pain points and feelings. And this one I felt like triggered me a lot. And I feel like based on my recent experiences that were brought up again to me, um, I feel like it actually kind of helped me unpack it a little bit more. So um, there are three questions that you have to ask yourself. What hurts? Why does it hurt? And how do you want to feel? And you have to make three columns of that. And the challenge is to be as vulnerable and as transparent with yourself as possible. And I'll I'll read the ones that I have because that's the whole point of this podcast is to really be transparent. 
So the first one that I did under what hurts is being labeled as aggressive or mean. And people who are not in the black community may not fully understand why that's like such a humongous deal. But a lot of times us as black women that are sure of ourselves and direct when it comes to certain things are labeled in a negative way, which doesn't mean that's who we are. It's just the perception because people hate themselves and they project it on us. And so my reasoning of why it hurts is because it's not a true representation of who I am. And I feel like a lot of us as black women feel that way, but we feel like because the world tells us that's who we are, then that becomes who we believe that we are. And it's not. Um, And I really hope that other women reflect on that as well. Like if you've ever been labeled something that you're not, that doesn't mean that's who you are. It doesn't even mean that that's a part of who you are. It's just something completely negative when being direct and, and being confident is never a bad thing. It's never a bad thing. But people use these terrible words to break you down and to make you feel less than so that they can feel like they're above you. And that's with anybody. So I put on how how do I want to feel? I put not affected by people's negative perceptions of me because that doesn't dictate who I am. And um, I feel like that's a really important, basically like an important viewpoint on it because it's just very open, it's very honest because I shouldn't feel affected by those things and I shouldn't feel affected by certain words that people use because they don't like black women or they hate a part of themselves and they want to hurt you. And um, it can be very detrimental. But like I said, just because people use certain words to describe you, it doesn't actually mean that's who you are. And I think that's, it's hard to like accept that because people base who they are so much on others' perception that it's hard to separate the two, but the only time you can is when you're really by yourself. So the second thing I put what hurts um, is feeling manipulated, lied to, and feeling bad for quote unquote trying to put myself first when I always put the person I was involved with first. And that hurt me because, you know, it hurt me in my in my heart because it ruined my self-esteem that I barely already had. And I thought that I could believe somebody who was a liar and I didn't want to believe the reality of things. So that's a lot to unpack. But basically, I'm saying that although I was mistreated to my core emotionally, I felt like um, I didn't want to accept it. And the constant back and forth, the constant back and forth with this person is because I really didn't want to accept that this is how they viewed me, this is how they were treating me, and this is how they felt about me. And because I was in denial about it because of things that they would tell me about how much they had feelings for me and all that stuff, but then still lying all the time, even if it was small, even if they thought they were helping, it it ruined the part of myself that I thought was a good thing. 
I thought I thought really caring for somebody genuinely was a good thing. But it turned to be a bad thing because it just hurt me in the end. Um, I'm not sure really how that person felt, but they've expressed that they were also hurt by things that I had done. But in actuality, the whole situation was wrong because I really thought I could believe this person. And I really thought that I could lie to myself and not be the truth. Like I thought that lying to myself that they really truly wanted to be with me and have this life with me that that would be true, but it wasn't. Because if the reality doesn't reflect that, then I'm making it up in my head. And it was a very painful thing to experience. And also recently being brought back to that same place again because of me being genuine and thinking that I could believe somebody that I really can't believe. And it's a very hurtful experience, but... I I don't really know what will happen with that, but I know as of right now, um, I don't want to go through that and I don't want to feel how I was feeling. I don't want to be brought back to that very low place emotionally just because somebody thinks that they can. You know what I mean? So it's it was very hard and it's very hard to get through it again because even though I feel like I have distanced myself from it to some degree, I was still brought back to that person that I was and, you know, being depressed. It it just made me depressed. And, and I felt like I was asking for too much or I was doing too much or just, I don't know, just existing was just not good enough because they felt not good enough. And they would try to make me feel like I was not good enough, you know. So the next column of how do I want to feel about all that stuff is I want to feel relieved that it didn't work out because I deserve the best, even if it's just with myself. And I feel like I don't want to feel afraid to be alone and I don't want to feel afraid that I won't meet the right person for me. I don't want to feel fear from that. But being with people that treat you bad and make you feel less than, it almost makes you develop this fear that if this person doesn't want me, nobody will. And I don't want women or anybody to feel like that's true because it's not. But the world that we live in is so toxic and abusive that even if you did find a person, it's, it's hard it's very hard to find a genuine connection nowadays. Um, maybe five, ten years ago, it would have been slightly easier, but the st- the same manipulation tactics and lies are the same, like ever since forever. And it's sad that it's become so normal to lie to get what you want. It's become so normal to manipulate situations and be deceitful and withhold information because you feel like it's in your best interest. But how can somebody give an informed, consensual decision if they don't have all the information? So you're taking their choice away. You're taking their decision-making away because you think that it's helping. And that's a terrible thing. And I feel like going through a situation where I was constantly berated 
all the time and demeaned and made fun of and challenged on my feelings to to almost be like they're insignificant that it, it traumatized me and I think dealing with the situation recently I was literally in tears on FaceTime with this person because I was so upset and I felt just like how I did when they would be pushing and pulling me all the time and try to say I do want this but in a certain way and it just it just hurt me so bad and I felt like I shouldn't feel ashamed that I'm crying but to feel to feel like this person could actually be better for trying to build something I feel like it's still a lie I feel like I can't trust anything and it's not because of me it's because of what they did and I feel like in the black community a lot of us deal with that but then we're made to feel like it's our fault for wanting better for ourselves that it's your fault that you want me to be a better man and I feel like something is wrong with that because why is it a bad thing for you to actually be better and treat somebody like a decent human being because a decent human being does the bare minimum and most people can't even get that from men and I heard recently there was a podcast that was a group of black men talking to a white man and blaming black women for literally everything wrong in the community, everything wrong with relationships among black people. And I was like, you know, this almost seems like a mental illness of delusion that is really on the rise with black men. Because a true leader takes accountability and is not going to blame others for their lack of leadership. But if you're not a leader, then you're going to blame everybody else and make it seem like it's their fault. Or you're always going to have that rebuttal. Well, women do it too. Women do it too. Women do it too. And if men say things like that, they don't have a leader mindset and they lack emotional maturity. And it's no point to try to explain that because most of the time they won't believe you anyway. Because they don't respect women. They don't respect that you have a mind and that it's complex and that you can understand things and you can discern things like as a community as a whole i don't feel like they respect women as human beings and it shows all the time because they will treat you bad and then turn around and treat somebody else good but it's really not a real good it's just a fake good because there's no way that you just changed who you are in a matter of months It's no way you've had years of trauma and abuse in your whole 20 plus years, 30 plus years of life. And you think that isolating yourself for a few months is going to correct all of those things. And then you'll finally get this woman that you want to be with. It doesn't work that way and it never has. And I feel like a lot of people would benefit from looking at what is it in them that is hurting so bad. You know, is it feeling like your family didn't love you? Is it feeling like you felt ugly growing up because people told you that they thought you were ugly? Like, you have to look at those things. Everybody does. And I feel like at least me sharing what I felt, 
I hope that it will help somebody and I hope that you can feel like you are not alone in feeling like that. I know I've said that in like other episodes where I don't want people to feel alone because when you are doing this kind of like self-work, you essentially are alone, but you're not the only person on the planet that feels the way that you do. Now, how you go about those feelings, that's completely up to you. If you don't do anything with it and you just want to write it down and get it out, that is completely good enough. It's good enough. You don't have to change who you are. You don't have to try to get over all those things right at that moment. The biggest part is just knowing that it's there and trying to figure out how do you actually feel about it. Are you mad about it? Are you sad about it? And try to use words that are not as general as sad, mad, angry. Try to use words that actually describe how you feel and be more open about that and stop trying to limit how you feel and make and diminish it. Because even if you don't use words like that, if you just talk about, well, I felt this way because of this and this and this and this, that is that is very transparent, it's very vulnerable of you. But to just say, I feel mad, you know that there's more to it. So be open with yourself about it. At the end of the day, most people, I'm not going to say all, but most people are really trying to do the best that they can. They don't know how, and so sometimes they take it out on you. I'm not justifying it because it's never been okay, and that's still very abusive to do. But you cannot look at that as a reflection of who you are. The only person that decides who you are is you. The only person that perceives what kind of person you are is you. Other people's perception is projecting their lives or what they've experienced on you because that's how they understand things. That doesn't mean that's who you are. So I'm going to leave you with that and hopefully that will give you clarity on things and hopefully um, you'll learn from me. And I would say don't ever talk to certain people again, but sometimes that's really hard to do when people are constantly trying to reach out to you. Eventually, you are going to give in, possibly. You might not, but it's likely that you might just because you are curious or you want to just see what this person wants. But I'm here to tell you, they don't want anything. They don't want anything. They just want to keep you in that same loop of control because it makes them feel better about themselves. It's not. It's never actually been about treating you better and being the person that you really would need in a relationship. Because if it was, they would have done that a long time ago. So I just really hope that just try not to get in the same pattern and really try to learn. Even if you do make mistakes, it, I don't. I don't care if you slept with this person again. I don't care what you do, but after you distance yourself and in that situation ends again, I really hope that you sit and do an exercise like what I just did to really figure out why why are you constantly in that loop? And my thing was because I really thought I could believe this person. That was my circle because even though things happen and whatever happened, 
I a part of me still wanted to believe something that wasn't true. And that's what kept me stuck. But once you identify that that's what keeps you stuck, you won't be stuck. Even if you do happen to talk to this person, see this person, whatever, you won't be like you were because you'll have more awareness that, oh, this is what they're doing. This is what they're doing. Like, at least in my situation, I could see, okay, they're manipulating me. Oh, they're lying to me. Oh, they're trying to gaslight me. Oh, they're trying to make me feel bad about something. They're trying to break me down and ruin my self-esteem. They're trying to nitpick at my body to make it seem like they really like it, but they really don't. Like, just identifying those things will just help you understand it better and not be as affected. Like, and it's okay if you do cry about it. And, you know, honestly, I couldn't really hold it in because I just felt so attacked and I just felt so bad. And I felt like just stupid and and like, why am I here again? You know, they just want to play games with me again. Like, and it makes you feel like somebody's literally punching you and telling you that they care about you. That's literally, that's how it feels. If I couldn't describe it in a simpler way, that's the simplest way I could describe it. Now, I've never been physically abused, so I don't know what that's like, but I know it's as if somebody's literally harming you and then telling you that it's love or telling you that it's care. And I know a lot of people know what that feels like. So the only thing you can really do is try to move past it and really just try to take care of yourself. Just take care of yourself, whatever that looks like. If that means going to get some juice from the store, if it means going to get some French fries, a bag of chips, just take care of yourself. You know, there is no right or wrong way to do that. So put yourself first. And no matter how simple you think it is or how small you think it is, it's not small. It's a big deal because you probably have had a difficult time prioritizing yourself. And I'm telling you that it can be literally just as simple as even sitting in your car and just being by yourself. If that's how you take care of you, then that's how you take care of you. So hopefully y'all enjoy y'all's day and hopefully you learn something. And if you want to DM me on Instagram, you are more than welcome to do that. I will answer. Um, So yeah, don't be afraid to do that.